0: I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'd like to take his... his face... off. Oh, no, not the beat A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L... I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. And welcome back to Cage Old Question, where we ask, Is Nicolas Cage the greatest actor alive? I'm Artune and this is my wife-to-be, Christina. Hello! And on this show, we watch the entire film catalog of Nicolas Cage in chronological order, working our way through 40 years of cinema.
1: As a disclaimer, this is a personal podcast not affiliated with any other third parties, and the opinions expressed herein are strictly our own.
0: For today's episode, we are reviewing The Boy in Blue, released January 17, 1986, Directed by Charles Giroux, the screenplay is written by Douglas Bowie. Christina, tell us who's in it and what's it about.
1: Spoilers ahead, but nobody's going to be watching this movie because it's impossible to get a hold of. So this movie um, is about how before football, baseball, soccer, or any other so-called sports, there was sculling. This Canadian drama stars Nicolas Cage as Ned Hanlon, uh, he's a Canadian competitive rowing champion. He, rowing is sculling. That's what they got. Uh There's a gambler named Bill, played by David Naughton, and he sets the cops on Ned and uses an offer of escape to get him into the sculling circuit. And then Christopher Plummer, as Knox, the wealthy businessman, tries to take control of Ned's career. And Knox's niece Margaret, played by Cynthia Dale, who we'll see again in Moonstruck, coming up soon, uh, Margaret dances the will-they-won't-they they romance with old Nikki. And I'd say this movie is about um, Nicolas Cage's shirt, or lack thereof. The boy <laughs> in blue referring to his baby blue shirt that he wears. And one of the main critiques of the movie being that it was just a vehicle to show off his chest because he's often <laughs> losing his shirt throughout the movie.
0: Yeah. He looks great. He looks yeah. ripped. And, I mean, he was really out there rowing, it seemed, or swelling. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: looks like he's sculling. Yeah, he looks he's like he's sculling. In, he's definitely involved. He's a little blonde. <laughs> Who knows if it's natural from the sun or if it's uh, it's a little bit of bleach in there. Yeah, from being out there. Probably little a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both.
0: Yeah, I mean this movie. Yeah. So again, the way we got it, I found this on a DVD that was only available through eBay. Not even through the normal channels. It wasn't even in the library. Because uh, I looked. Well, I looked, yeah. It was in the library. I got it through an eBay DVD that I paid $50 for. So, <laughs> viewers or listeners, if you're interested in getting this DVD, we're going to we'll ha- be happy to loan it out. Yeah, uh, we're the
1: library now. We're the, li- the library. library failed you. <laughs> the library failed you. Your friends, Artune and Christina, are here are to help.
0: If you don't live in Los Angeles and you're you screwed. want it, if you want to pay for shipping, we will <laughs> ship it to you. This is a serious <laughs> offer. This is a serious offer for anyone. Uh, but
1: okay. uh, but speaking seriously, this movie is a stinkeroo. So I wouldn't Whoa. recommend <laughs> necessarily taking us up on this offer. Maybe if you want to be like, oh, how bad could it be? How bad could a movie be that they've hidden it from all avenues? It's not available in the library or online. I also, it's,
0: I don't think it's, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's like that bad where it's, it's like... It's not
1: offensively bad, I think, but it's humiliatingly bad to have gone through all this yes, effort to yes. try to watch
0: it. Is, it. It's so... If you watch, this is, I kept feeling this throughout, and I think we talked about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're saying a lot. If I watched a video of me doing a high school play, that's what it felt like. Like, especially a lot of the side characters. I'm not talking about the main the main four that we mentioned up top, but I'm like, there was a well, priest. Bill well,
1: sometimes was was bringing up the short end of the stick, but I don't know, I don't I, know.
0: I don't know, but there's like a priest Who's like a caricature? Like he's like that's like the ringer character actor priest. in your high school production. There's a priest in the beginning who's like, shoot the bastard. Uh, who who? Uh, oh the oh the, <laughs> the, the, the
1: like little minister the Puritan the Puritan minister, is what minister. I him yes 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 because he's a pro prohibition yes and anti. So Ned Ned Hanlon starts out being um, a bootlegger. He's yes, running running moonshine in his so he's rowing he's the fastest rower and he can out row the cops they're like trying to catch him he's like sorry boys i've got another delivery tonight and he's rowing around in the dark and he smudges soot on his (laughs) face but then he will do like he's like a little bit of rowing during the day just to prove how fast he is and then that's bill the gambler is like i can make a lot of money betting on this boy
0: yeah oh yeah yeah
1: but it's a it's it's to me it's not a good movie it's like Pretty boring. It's the stakes feel so low. Every scene, they keep setting up like why the stakes should be so high, Mm -hmm. and then they'll either like resolve it really quickly, or it doesn't matter, or it's just like boring. And 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 you were sort of mentioning like the real Ned Hanlon um, has had this like spectacular crazy life, and that doesn't come across. Well, I'd love
0: to. I'd love to get into it actually because so. A couple things. Sculling was very popular in the eighteen hundreds. I know the opening does have that which you mentioned. It goes the opening title Yeah,
1: there's just orange words. There's orange words on
0: the screen that goes before baseball, football, or soccer, one sport alone captured the imaginations of both the rich and poor. Sculling. The masses turned out by the thousands to cheer their heroes as they battled on the water, while gamblers won and lost fortunes on their outcome. This isn't entirely false. It was a very big sport in the 1800s, uh, and it did fall into major decline because of gambling.
1: Yeah, you kept talking about you were calling the sculling syndicate. The sculling syndicate. <laughs> I mean, they were
0: vicious. They were betting the, they were creating odds, they were fixing races. We saw one race where people just were like dropping like flies because Ned exactly. had to win because that's the what the Sculling Syndicate had for their odds. Do you remember that race? Well,
1: I remember when they, when they had their stomach aches because maybe they'd been poisoned. I remember when oh, they tried people's... to break Ned Hanlon's arm they and they tried to break arms. boats. And, they... But this sounds all exciting. This is why it's all the story on paper, and you're about to get into it. But just to reiterate, this movie is boring. Yes. It does not capture.
0: Well, it's during these major like syndicate scenes... They're playing clown music. Clown They're playing
1: like And then during and then during the races it's like this modern eighties music. Like shut up shut oh, it, and It's like, like rocky music. It, yeah, yeah. And it's totally inconsistent with like what is the realm, the time and I'm sorry, but the sound mixing for this movie It's terrible.
0: Was, it's terrible, it's but it like was either
1: nominated or won some Canadian genie award. So I'm just like my respect for Canadians has been lowered to the ground after this movie.
0: Yeah. Sorry. We're sorry for our Canadian sorry, listeners. Sorry, Canadians. Uh, so I want to talk about Ned We Love Hamlin, you though.
1: as individuals, but not as a nationality, maybe.
0: Well, maybe now. But for mm-hmm. this movie, this was this was tough. But I wanted to talk about Ned Hamlin because, as you were saying, I have a, a quote here from the London Times, 1880, November 16th. So this is like 140 years old.
1: Oh, my.
0: In the movie itself, he's kind of just a schmuck who barely inches out. Here's the quote from the London Times. The young champion, in order to relieve the monotony of the proceedings, had lain himself down flat on his back. In this position, he rested until Trickett, the main antagonist, oh. <laughs> got within a length and a half of him when he sprung up laughing and dashed off into fast sculling again. He also... So it, it does seem like Trickett was an arrogant scholar. Yeah. That seems to be consistent uh, in the literature I've been reading. Nice. Um, but he goes, during that race, he was chatting with spectators, blew them kisses, stopped and waited, faked a collapse, rode in zigzags, while the Australian labored in his wake. Oh, my
1: on one god. occasion,
0: Hamlin crossed the line so far in front that he leisurely rode back to his opponent and then beat him to the finish line a oh second time.
1: Oh my god. And
0: I'm like, where was this movie? Where was
1: cuz that's also like a great role for Nicholas Cage. I can imagine him doing all that like laying down, hopping up, laughing, chatting yes. with the women on the yeah. shore and like
0: Instead he... they fabricated like this whole other plot line that he gets banned from the noble sport of sculling oh in America, which is just like not true. Yeah. It just seemed like the history of it all was like, they're like, we want to make, here's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make a sports movie, right? Mm -hmm. Which has a very formulaic Mm -hmm. thing. We just watched Hustle, Mm
1: -hmm. the new Adam
0: Sandler movie on Netflix. it's true. And I thought that was, that's like a by the textbook good sports movie because you get your star, you show him in peak condition, the same way that like we saw Nicolas Cage in the beginning winning his first rowing race. Mm -hmm. Then you take him somewhere out of his element and he's unable to succeed. Mm-hmm. and he has to persevere and go through a training montage to beat the best mm-hmm. in this it's like he's the best he's also the best but sometimes he's drunk and sad about a girl <laughs> yeah and when he hasn't seen his girl for a long time he grows weaker And then there's, a, <laughs> there's a training montage when he's already at the top and i'm like you've got to lose before the training montage. Mm-hmm. you don't win then do a training montage and then lose the order of the events are wrong mm-hmm. that's my issue the mm-hmm. training montage, you're supposed to get a payoff. You Instead, you get nothing. Then he goes back to Canada and he's like, I can win. And then there's like no training montage. And then he just wins. The arc of this is just off altogether. I don't think you needed this love interest to begin with.
1: It's terrible. But it's like the love interest is the only place that you're getting the adversity that you were talking about. Of like, that's the only place that he's falling short. So they're like, uh, yes. Let's put that in.
0: Yeah. So, but then. Were there some good scenes with him and, uh, what was her name?
1: Oh, her name is Cynthia Dale. Cynthia and I Dale. thought she was great. She looks like she a young great. Olivia Coleman. She's very cute. She has a great scene where she, like, um, comes up against Christopher Plummer to help uh, oh, Nicholas Cage yeah. get a better contract, where she's just sort of like, I don't know anything about contracts, but that sounds pretty unfair yeah. that he's going to split the winnings with you 50 50 when he's doing all the rowing, and I just think he should have a lawyer. Like, really cool, great scene she was great. with her. I would say Plummer was also great. He had two lines that I loved um, where one, there's a little man following around being like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And Christopher Plummer coolly goes, my back doesn't itch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also is trying to convince some guy to take $10,000 and he goes, $10,000 would butter a lot of beans. <laughs> it- I was like, that's good to know, but uh, otherwise in the movie, like, let me just say, there's this Irish caricature oh, yeah. of a coach oh, yeah. who exclusively just like shows up with flask in hand to like do one of the worst Irish accents I've ever heard and be offensive and it just isn't unnecessary. So it's the kind of thing of like when you're just adding in unnecessary racism, your movie sucks.
0: Yeah. And it's it's clear they're just I I keep going back to they looked at Rocky and they're like what do we take from this? Yeah. And they go, we need an old curmudgeon-y, yeah. like, uh, yeah. trainer. Yeah, Polly. Po- like, but... we don't really, we have a Polly, but he's not yeah. really a Polly. Yeah. And they're like, we need a training montage, we don't know where to put it, but we'll get, we'll make sure yeah. we get that in there. Yeah. We've got the music. Yeah. We've got very oh, similar God. music to Rocky, but Ugh. just off-brand. Oh my God. I think, Poor if girl. I, I don't, Yeah, and there's no
1: real, like, coach. Just like you were saying, like, there's sort of the old man who builds the fancy canoe. He's kind of a coach, but he's just, like, babbling nonsense throughout. There's the drunk Irish coach who barely comes in and out. Bill the Gambler is sometimes giving his support, but he's also... We talked about him being, like, a Nick Carraway, Gatsby figure, where he's just sort of, like, always there, but never doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Really? He
0: saves the day at the end when he swims out and gives Nicolas Cage a wrench to... Fix his oar that he previously, like.
1: I don't remember him swimming out.
0: He jumped in full clothes into the river. He swam up because Nicolas Cage's oar was.
1: Oh, I just remember <laughs> Nicolas Cage doing it himself, and his fingers were bloody. Well, his and fingers were that's what his it. fingers were bloody, and is he there was no he choice. He, he jumps oh, okay. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: he must have dozed off for yeah, a little yeah, bit during yeah, yeah. <laughs> that section. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, do you have anything else to say about this movie? And then how how outrageous is it that they're wearing these leather shoes to row? They're constantly like in the water, around the water. They're wearing leather <laughs> shoes. I was like, wear something else. Well, that's I, crazy.
0: I I don't know what the uh, the garb is. Like I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, I
1: I couldn't tell you what the real life was, but it was outrageous watching this movie. I, I mean, do
0: know though, and I want to talk about the me. sliding seat because this oh. was this was another uh, this was actually historical. This historical, this is, historical right? is the introduction of the sliding seat was very difficult for people to maneuver, and that's where the seat you, and modern sculling and modern erging blowing, machines. And erging machines. Yeah. You know how you slide forward and back, forward and back. Yeah. They didn't have that before, and what they used to do, and this is. Harvard and Yale, which is the only place you can find histories of sculling, is the Harvard and Yale websites, which seems, it seems like a little like the snake eating its own
1: It also seems like alike. when, in this intro of the movie, it was like, a sport loved by rich and poor alike. It's like, yeah, like how football is a sport loved by rich and poor alike, <laughs> where poor people can get some money by putting their bodies on the line, and rich people can get a ton of money by yes. owning all of it. Yes,
0: yes, anyway. exactly.
1: You were saying Harvard and Yale. Well, Harvard and Yale. So
0: they would, I believe it was Yale.
1: Actually, my aunt Julia did crew at Harvard. Oh, did she? By the way, well, that's
0: great because women weren't allowed to in the beginning. Great, they let that much later. And I women weren't
1: allowed to do lots of stuff at the beginning. That's brutal. Almost anything. (laughs) There's usually stuff like that. Anyway, anyway.
0: But they would grease. They would grease their bottoms, which we see a full scene of a bunch of boys greasing each weirdly, other's bodies like smiling as their bottoms yeah. were getting greased and we I love it. I mean I looked it up because I was like this can't just be a background thing that they no, for No I us. told
1: you in the moment I was like I told you I was like I was like this is for something I don't know what and then later on I was like oh that's for his greasy bottom
0: Exactly because when the seats don't move yeah. you still want to get a little bit a little of traction, traction going yeah. you want to get a little bit of sliding going yeah, yeah but it's because and this happens you see it in the beginning there's no stopping point for the sliding seat like if you slide too far it'll come off and you slide too uh like in it that will come like off
1: That seems like such a flawed design why not have little little, little bumps, bumps so that you don't
0: it seems, right off. seems seems intuitive, but apparently not. the whole not.
1: premise of this movie is how valuable the patent is for this design. And it sounds like yeah. it's totally flawed.
0: Well, it won Nicolas Cage and uh, Ned Hanlon the race. I mean, they were yeah. saying yeah, true. it's because of this seat. And it's not just because yeah. of the seat. It's because he was able to master mastered how to use it. the seat. And this is real life Ned Hanlon as well. Well mastered. Other people had a lot of trouble. Yeah. And he's the one who invented the modern form of rowing and nice.
1: sculling. Have you ever been on an erging machine? Used to... I've
0: been on an erging machine. I've never, I've rowed a boat, like mm-hmm. a rowboat, mm-hmm. and I've canoed, mm-hmm. and I've kayaked,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but never have I sculled.
1: I wasn't even thinking about sculling. I was really just thinking about the erging machines.
0: as We've been about... on a rowboat together in Central Park.
1: Very nice. That's right. Nice, nice. I thought I did a good job. You did a great job. Yeah. You did a great job. I'm really trying to talk about these erging machines because okay, I have my own personal history with them, which is that when we were kids, my sister and I were like, please, can we get a treadmill? Please, can we get a treadmill? Because we're both kind of like afraid of the outside world, Uh but we wanted to run around like little gerbils on a wheel. (laughs) That's like, that's how we would operate. It's like, please, let us watch TV and Uh run all of this anxiety out. And my dad was like, I hear you. Here's an erging machine because awesome. I'm interested in rowing, and we were like, "This sucks, because <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. You don't just like get to look run your little legs out. It hurts your back. You have to. You're doing your like full core and whatever. It's a tough so workout. if you're, ju- it's a tough workout. So if you're looking for, for a, a lazy girl, for a lazy girl, watch TV workout. An irking machine is not what you're looking for. No. And then my dad ends up getting a back injury oh, and he's no. not even able oh, to really no. use it.
0: Is that still around?
1: No, I think we eventually got rid of it. Okay. But let me tell you, I'm bitter to this day, in Come case on. you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done talking about this, though. I don't want to hear any more about this sliding seat, dude. Do
0: do yeah, you... I think that's it. <laughs> okay, great. I... Oh, man. <laughs> She was like I did not like this movie. I'm and like I don't I'm even like let's let's get it. in and out of
1: here. Next week we've got Peggy Sue. I'm like let's we all got right, to all save right. our energy. will right. well, <laughs> no, no. we'll do let's let's um let's before we talk about Nicolas Cage and his performance mm-hmm. in this stinkeroo movie. Let's go ahead and and have uh, a word from our sponsor. You can watch his wife to be Monica Giordano in Professor Marston and the Wonder Women, available now on Amazon Prime. He also recommends the movie Intolerable Cruelty, even though she's not in that one.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a little word from our sponsor, Marcus Hunter.
1: Yay! <laughs> All right. Now the other man we love. Now the other man we love, Nicolas Cage. Yes. Mentioned him being blonde. Mentioned his good chest. Great chest. Mentioned a little bit that he's doing uh, the high school play version of performing, where he's yes. got a stage voice going on. To me, I thought he was, like, doing a stage voice projecting. Whenever he's yelling, he looks like he's on the brink of laughter, i.e. called breaking. In the professional industry.
0: Now, if I'm being honest, I'm not blaming this on Nicolas Cage. Because... No, no. The the
1: overall movie is so bad.
0: Yes. I think he's not directed well here, which is something I have, in my past, dealt with. Where I'm like, why did I not... Why was I not good in this thing? Yeah. And I eventually come to, like, you can only do so much as an actor. It The director has to be like, this is the genre we're in. This is what we're doing. And mm-hmm. this is what is going to look good for you. Yeah. And because everyone else is also goes in and out of caricature, even at points, Christopher Plummer, even, like, like uh, Margot. Maggie. Maggie. You can call him even, Maggie's her, her Mag- character <laughs> Even Maggie at points, like, it's just like comically large.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's not a farce. It's like it's like not really a comedy and sometimes Nicolas Cage is like playing it like a comedy. Sometimes yeah. he's playing it like a down and out sports movie like there's a scene at right at the end when they're going to when the when the sculling syndicate is going to take out his friend Billy and they're like it's over for you. And I was like he's going to get shot right now. This is going to be the end. And like we're going to see like an emotional scene. But instead they're kind of like beating him up like two clowns beating up another clown and Nicolas Cage kind of like runs in with a big oh smile. My gosh. And that's where the movie ends like it on freeze a freeze frames. frame. It's crazy. <laughs> but, it's crazy. But that's where I was like there's no it's it's trying to be too many things. Yeah. And he's trying to play in all those different genres.
1: I, well, I don't know about that. It seems like he's trying to have a good time. Yes. It seems like, because he's, there's a scene where he's running around the circus. He's waving his flag like a little boy. Um, he's rowing around. He's running really fast, chasing down horses yeah. and carriages. And um, it, it, it to me, this feels like more of one of those movies that you have sort of mentioned before where he's like playing around. He, it feels like a playground for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't feel like a good performance it felt like a playground yeah as opposed to like birdie where he's acting like so so beautiful losing yeah. the character this is this is a movie where it's nicholas cage running around a set yeah acting up you were saying to me that he, this was he was like trying to get away from birdie but what's well, your yes. source no, no, on no, that that's, what's your
0: so that i read in the in this book that we have um who's
1: who's the book by oh gotta say the author
0: uh, the book is Age of Cage by Keith Phipps.
1: Keith Phipps. Keith
0: Phipps. Shout out, great out to book. Keith Phipps. Yeah, buy any, his book. For any cage heads, uh, this is a, a non-ad sponsor. He doesn't
1: know about he us. He doesn't know about us. But we know about but him. We know
0: about him, and he has a great book about Nicolas Cage.
1: And he said.
0: And he said that uh, Nicolas Cage took this role because he was too in his head about Birdie, which we said last week. He went through like a lot of like, you know, method-ish performance things to get to where he was in birdie like keeping the bandages on for five weeks and getting his teeth pulled out and he took this role to kind of get away from that and in that sense he does
1: mm-hmm.
0: he is far away from that yeah role that's in interesting birdie.
1: though that's making me reconsider my 10 out of 10 nick cages for birdie if i'm oh, like if, if you can't if you can't stand the heat is it really a ten out of ten performance? But all, or also like maybe a ten out of ten performance needs to take it out of you.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. Hard. I'm considering demoting into to a nine though. On wait, wait,
0: wait, before you do that, I mm. think, I think there you can have a ten out of ten performance. I think it becomes very impressive when you have two back to back tens. Yeah. That I think is Well a level I'm also level. I'm also
1: more like not even it doesn't have to be back to back tens, but it shouldn't be like the ten was so hard that you had to go and do it for well, no, I me. Mean, like I, that's I, where it, I'm sort of like hmm I, interesting, I, interesting. I disagree
0: with you a little bit. Yeah, I've done yeah. some I've done some rules before yeah. uh where it's really taken out of me and I'm like, I don't want to do another like serious thing. I'd rather do something fun. Yes. And this to him, to me seems like Nicolas Cage doing something fun. It's also this is his first like technical leading like, number one role. Like, in Birdie, he's number two. It goes, Matthew Modine, Nicholas Cage, because Matthew Modine is Birdie.
1: And Valley Girl. But Valley Girl, he's first billing, for. remember?
0: Oh, I guess that's a good point. Thank
1: you. That's a good I point. I love to hear that. That's a good point. That's right. Thank you. But I can appreciate that this is a, a solo. Yes. Because like, he is the titular he's boy He's the titular and blue. character. He is
0: not the Valley he's Girl. He's not the titular <laughs> Valley Girl. That's but right. But this is, he is the titular okay. boy in can
1: blue. Okay,
0: we over that. Um and it does he carry the film yes i can get through it because of him yeah but i'm i don't know but it's
1: not worth it it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it it's why i'm so impatient i'm like i'm like <laughs> en- enough is enough But again, i'll say another part that i did like about this movie is oh what do you what are i was going to
0: say if you want it as much as we are oh yeah on oh, it, we will God. give this dvd to yeah. you in LA for free oh, come pick we thought
1: about this also I uh, said we should rent it out for $5 a watch said, and this is try the to recoup this 50 this 50 uh, that we're out but our team said no no, no I no. love
0: the people, the people the people should get so our looking it out for the people. It, have it if you uh, want some
1: trash trash is but
0: free but we'll be you know what we could do this. Tell Just me. like the library. Okay. If we loan it out to you, we'll have a return window. <gasps> yes. And if you don't return it to us in the return yes! window, late we'll start talking late fees. Then they will be
1: exorbitant. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: That's how we could really recoup our money. <laughs> awesome.
1: Love it. Way to think I had.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, got, I got a little bit.
1: Well, I was going to say the other part that I liked about Nicolas Cage's, that I did like about Nicholas Cage's performance in this movie, uh, was there's a part, like I mentioned already, where he runs very fast, chases down the carriage that oh, Maggie's yeah, in, because yeah, yeah. she's going to marry this guy, and he yells, don't do it, Maggie, he's a wet goose! <laughs> I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's
0: what- he you also, know? he takes his shirt off immediately after that, because mm-hmm. apparently, everyone in the film keeps going, you're so you stinky. Stink. You stink. You are filthy. He doesn't look stinky. No. You can make someone look stinky in a movie. Yeah. He looks fine.
1: No. He, yeah, he looks great. He, <laughs> he looks like, great. He looks like he could have just come out of Abercrombie. He's got a he's, little soot on him, but you're like, you're like so that's designer that, soot. <laughs> that, it's so
0: crazy that that's like the running road. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can't be with him. He smells like shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that guy stinks. And then he wipes his sweat off and he throws it at that guy. He's yeah. like, smell this dirtbag. Um, then they end up, he marries Maggie. He marries Maggie. That spoilers ahead. Spoilers are here. Yeah. He just marries Maggie, it makes no sense. Makes but he no looks sense. great in his gray hat and, and, and it's his it's little. it's because like, he ridden. has
0: great sex with her, <gasps> which Oh my god. Let's not forget at this point every movie Nicolas Cage has oh been my in gosh. other than Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which he's in it for just 10 That's, seconds. Yeah. He has had sex in every single movie. It's
1: crazy. That it's he's been. crazy.
0: I don't know if it's in his contract, <laughs> and I imagine from what we have ahead, Peggy Sue got married. Yeah. Moonstruck. Yeah. I'm imagining we've got sex on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. If, Nicolas Cage, sex star. It's eighty sex star.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy. I, 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 I already said this to you. I hate repeating jokes that I've said to you on the podcast, <laughs> but I. It's the truth. It's the truth. Is that if you had asked me prior to doing this podcast. Does Nicolas Cage have a lot of sex, either in his movies or in real life? The answer to both, I would have been like, no, I don't think so. And if you asked my mom, she'd be like, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Because she grew up with this absolute sex pot, Nick Cage, in every movie, in every movie, he's having sex galore. Yeah. And it's and it's the type of thing of like if if you were watching that coming out in the theaters, I would be like, this guy is having a ton of sex in real life. Um,
0: yeah, and of he gets into that later. in the he's getting it. He's, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. We'll get god. there. We'll get there. Oh we'll get there, god. folks. Don't worry. Okay.
1: But it's just it's just interesting that my mom and I grew up with totally different Nick Cage's.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Know? And I think that's at the end. And Part we'll, of the we can legend. Get into the ratings Part of, the of this absolute legend. That's his legend. Yeah. He has he has traversed all different kinds of roles, genres, statuses. I'm excited. It's
1: just so exciting. It's so exciting to have 40 years of performances to evaluate oh, yeah. and to think and to think to get like such a big picture span of like I'm like you often have you have the or I'm hyper aware of the female archetypes in storytelling and mm-hmm. especially about having like the virgin, the mother, the crone. As, and then, and then, like the counters of that of like the slut, the spinster. Uh, I don't remember what the other one is, but like, <laughs> but like, it's so interesting to see what could be a male version of that yeah. of like. What would you call this?
0: Uh... He's the uh, the leading man. No, the... no, no,
1: no. I'm talking about leading man is too broad. I'm talking about specifically the type the of leading man. The type. Listen to me. I'm the type, trying, of, leading man, trying. Trying. The type <laughs> of leading man. The leading man that Nicholas Cage is is one that's had sex. Yeah. And he's like a sex. Like a, a I don't know, virulent. The, Lothario,
0: the, the no. Fabio. No, he's
1: not a Fabio though. Fabio is like all all the ladies, right? Nick Cage is usually, usually usually in these films. It's like one gal yeah. that he's targeting. And he's yeah. gonna boner to kingdom come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the argument for that is. I, I try. All right. Well, I try. <laughs> we'll
1: have to think about it. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I mean, let's waste no more time.
1: Get into these. Let's ratings. get into these ratings. <laughs> Tell me what you think, Artun.
0: So, upon. I actually thought about this quite a bit because I go, Ken, what is like a good performance in a bad movie? And I go, that's not what this is. (laughs) And I think this is a five out of ten cages. Mm -hmm. I think he brings right down the middle. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's ever like, I'm like, God, this is terrible acting. I just think he does nothing other than say his lines, look handsome, have a great body, which good good sometimes good as an actor to be the mm-hmm. uh, good sculpture and he's having a good time which that seems fun to me hmm. the movie like 1.5 out of 5 stars uh it's not unbearable to watch it's not horrifically bad it's also not like a the room where it's so bad that i'm like oh. five stars yeah
1: i love the room
0: it lives in that like valley of it's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So that's really what a 1.5 looks like for me.
1: Yeah. God, no one's going to rent this one, 1. 1.5. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Because, yeah, I would give it. I, I like the 1.5, actually. I was thinking more of a one star, one star out of five stars. But the 1.5 kind of emphasizes how boring it is. Yeah. Um, a
0: one star is. Something special.
1: Almost. No, for me, it's the half star is like, it's like the, is special. like wow. You can smell that from a mile away. <laughs> yeah, but but the one star, I'm I'm also just like fine. You made a movie, but it stunk. Um, and I'm I'm gonna say four out of ten Nicholas cages, but I am gonna have to. I'm realizing go back and revise some of my other. Well Not right now. Not oh, right now. We'll do it in. I we're, we'll get ready for our tenth episode when we're gonna review our ratings yes and re- I'll be re- recalibrating let's call it yeah I was also
0: thinking we could do at the end of each decade we could do like a 80s recap yeah and then like a 90s recap because yeah. that way because we're doing over 40 years of cinema it could be fun to be like what's our 80s thoughts
1: I love it yeah. I love that I'm really excited to do that with you <laughs> <laughs> uh now you know how we feel about the movie and we'd love to hear from you you can find us on twitter and instagram at cage old question so feel free to to leave comments and likes there about how excited you are to borrow the boy in blue dvd from us <laughs> Um, and you can send any emails to casualquestionpod at gmail.com. us. we to email haven't gotten
0: any emails. We haven't gotten we, any emails? I check.
1: I would not be sending you any emails. I um, love check. when we're like <laughs> offering to let people send if us If you emails. have any questions. I think I'm usually like, if people are like, sponsors want to reach out to us, send us an email. That would be the most appropriate. Wouldn't you say?
0: <laughs> I'd say so, yes. Anyway,
1: anyway, if you like what you heard, sponsors email us. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and feel free to throw a five star review our way. For our next episode, we're watching the 1986 film, Peggy Sue Got Married. Um, We hope you'll watch with us. We know some of you already have. And we look forward to you listening in. Signing off. This is Christina.
0: And our two Nazareth. Asking you... The Caged Old old Question. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'd like to take his, his face... Oh. oh, no, the beard! E, was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny.